I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello, friends. (laughs) Today, we're going to have some real talk. I've been seeing a lot of your promotional posts and marketing posts on social media lately, and I'm seeing a lot of what I call lazy marketing. And no, that is not a good thing. (laughs) This is not like efficient marketing. This is lazy marketing. What's fascinating is that I've been seeing trends. I see one person who writes a lazy marketing post and then everyone in their industry or niche starts writing that same kind of post. Today, I'm going to be exposing the top three lazy marketing mistakes that I'm seeing as I scroll the feed and how to know if you're doing them so that we can put an end to marketing that just plain doesn't work and start a movement of great marketing in all of our industries. Are you ready? All right. First, your marketing is you-centered. One of the best examples that I ever saw of this was an email that I received once. I think the subject line was something like, cue the confetti. And that's a phrase that I always think of when I think of you-centered lazy marketing. I remember reading the email, specifically looking for what was in it for me. There was nothing in it for me. The writer was so excited about this new thing in her business. She told me all about her excitement and all about her other feelings about it. She told me about why she loves it. She told me about the details of it, like the date, time, and price, but not why I'd want it or how it could help me. Your ideal clients want to know why they should care. You need to make it about them. Not only do they not care about your confetti or your feelings, they don't care about the spots you have open, how exciting your new thing is, who's already in it, your discovery call, or how many slots you have for discovery calls this week. As you create your next piece of marketing or content, I want you to remember this. I want you to think, why should they care? And I actually want you to answer that question. I want you to write a list of good reasons why they should care because there are reasons. You're just not doing the work to look at them. And good marketing takes mental work. Your brain should feel tired after. If it doesn't, It might be lazy marketing. As far as your ideal client's concerned, your business exists to serve them, not for them to support you. So think about them more. What are they thinking? What do they really want? What's stopping them from having that? How can they eliminate those obstacles? What do they not know that they should know? Questions like these help you get into their brain. Getting into your ideal client's brain is the best place to write your marketing from. It's how you get crazy high engagement. 
It's how you create clients who are already a yes before they get on a discovery call with you. It's how you create tons of demand in your business. I am the master at ideal client psychology and applying that to your copy and marketing. So if this is an area where you know you need help, you need to join Mama to CEO like yesterday, and I can help you with all of this. Next, you're making assumptions about what your ideal client knows. And here's a little spoiler alert. They don't know anything. (laughs) Raise your hand if you've ever thought that you didn't need to say what you do or make an offer because people already know what you do and how to work with you. Now, raise your hand if you've ever scrolled social media and seen a post from someone and been like, hmm, what do they do? 99% of you raised your hand to both questions. And if you didn't, you must not be on social media because I see these both happening. Here's the deal. People are not paying attention. Between the algorithm nonsense and how our human brain likes to ignore stuff, we can pretty much guarantee that there's a huge chunk of your audience who hasn't seen an offer from you yet, period. So while you're thinking that they've seen it all seven times that you posted it and they're so annoyed and they already know it, they haven't seen it at all. The other day, I had someone in my Facebook group talk about this. She commented on one of my posts and asked me what I do. I was like, seriously? People in this group don't know what I do? But it was a really good reminder of this concept. People don't know what we think that they know, what we think is so obvious. Not only do they not know what you do, or what you offer. They don't know that much about your area of expertise. So when you talk about it, you need to remember that. If you're a Pinterest expert, imagine they know nothing about Pinterest. If you're a dating coach, imagine they know nothing about effective dating. If you're a web developer, they know nothing about websites and really nothing about coding. That's why they're hiring you. Don't be afraid to focus on the basics and keep things really simple. You don't need big words, jargon, and lofty advanced concepts to impress your ideal clients and show how much you know. That actually totally backfires. The best signal that you're a true master of a subject is when you can explain it simply and succinctly. So each time you sit down to write something, I want you to remember this. They know nothing. (laughs) I tell my clients that all the time. I'm like, but you're thinking that they know this. They know nothing. (laughs) So when you're sitting down, I want my voice in your head reminding you that. And finally, you're making it too hard for your ideal client. A few weeks ago, One of my Mama to CEO clients posted an Instagram post for copy feedback in our group. The first thing I noticed was this. There was no offer. Can you believe one of my clients would do that? 
I asked her what was going on with that. And she said that she hoped she would get permission to post it without an offer. Not on my watch. No way. <laughs> then she said that she thinks that if people like it and they're curious about working with her, that they'll just go to her profile and click the link and go to her website to book the discovery call. Okay, guys. Maybe like 20%, and I feel like I'm being very generous here, of your potential clients would do this. Like, maybe. But the majority of your potential clients will not do this. So why would you make it harder for someone to work with you? Why would you want to make booking a discovery call with you or purchasing your product a treasure hunt for them? If they already don't know how much the treasure is worth to them, they're not going to go on that hunt. And most of your people aren't there yet. They aren't super clear on the value. Look, the human brain is wired to use as little energy as possible. How many times have you walked into the kitchen or opened your web browser and then forgotten why? You don't want this happening to your potential client as they go on a search for how to work with you. Make it super easy for them. So now you know what lazy marketing looks like. And now you also know the top three mistakes most entrepreneurs are making when it comes to lazy marketing and the top three principles of great marketing. Focus on your ideal client's wants and needs, make it simple and clear to understand, and make it easy for them to take action now. Okay, mamas, go out there and start writing great marketing. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.